We lift your name higher. We lift your name higher. We lift your name Thank you, Christine. You can take your seat now. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Father, we pray tonight, today, Lord, that you will minister through us, minister to us. Let your name be lifted up. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Well, I want to talk today about the power in the name of Jesus. Amen. That is what the Lord laid upon my heart to talk about today. The power in the name of Jesus. What it all means to you and me. I'm going to start by giving a, a, a very brief testimony. How the Lord delivered me when I was still coming out of high school. It's going to be, this is a testimony and in this power in the name of Jesus that I'm going to talk about today, I will give a series of testimonies of what the Lord has done in the scriptures. How the name is used to bring deliverances, to bring healing, to bring our salvation to people. And also personal testimonies and testimonies of others. The testimony of the Lord. He said, We overcame the dragon by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimonies. 
So that is why testimonies of what the Lord has done is not what we did, it's what the Lord did. That is why it is the name of the Lord that is doing these wonders. Let me give quickly this testimony to start out with. When I was after my high school, I was Catholic. I was in the Catholic school. This thing is going up and down. Make it steady, boy. I was in the Catholic school. After my high school, I got a job. And I, my parents or some people said, give the full salary to your parents so that they can bless you. Oh, okay. So I did that. Can you lower that and make it steady, please? So the parents, my mom, my daddy took me away and said, we need to deck you up, young man. The world is terrible. The world is evil. So he took me to his friend who was a voodoo vendor. And uh, gave me this, gave you that, and you don't know who is evil, who is uh, maybe that your co-worker wants to take that promotion and they might want to slide you and so on and so on. And then, of course, somebody also introduced me. We are high school kids, 17, 18. And they also introduced me to prayer. Prayer also works. So I was going to, so I joined, I left Catholic Church, I joined Christ Apostolic Church. But you see, I was just joining churches. You have to know the difference between being a Christian and joining a church. Then the word came to me during the time I was going to Catholic uh, Christ Apostolic Church that you cannot be mixing these two things, voodoo and prayer. They won't work together. Think of a 18-year-old man, young man, 18-year-old being told this. And uh, well, nobody knew that I have those things to rub on your face, to use to take your bath, that they thought he's going to ward off witches and wizards and enemy. So it's only between me and my dad. And the man that gave it to, <laughs> to us. Not even my sister that was living next. He said, don't tell anybody. They may be the enemy. So what I was trying to lead to is, during this time, I was also going to church in Ibadan. Regularly, every fellowship, every evening, coming from church, I, I mean, coming from work, I go to that church. We pray, we pray, we pray, we pray, we pray, and get, went back home. Then when the message began to come, that you can't be mixing the two, so I decided to throw it away, to throw the voodoo away. So, that was one year after my high school, before I went to college, I, I worked for one year after my high school as an accounting actor accounting head, whatever they call it. So, I went to the river in the evening, maybe about six to seven days, getting evening, getting dark. Took that voodoo, all of them, put them in the paper bag. And I went to that river and I talked to everyone. I said, Lord, I've had enough of this testimony. If you have read my my biography, you will see that testimony I'm giving on in it. If these wishes and wizards are going to kill me, then maybe I'll go, I'll go to heaven faster. And then if they, if you can deliver me, Jesus, deliver me. But if they, if you don't deliver me and they kill me, then that means I'm coming to heaven. So I decided to throw the voodoo into the river, Ogunpa River. Those who know about it, it was a river that ran through the the city, and it's always full of dump. People dump things inside it. So I threw that paper bag inside the river and went back home praising the Lord, singing church song. And that was said to me, you threw your life away. 
That was what my daddy told me when I, when he heard about it. How did he hear about it? Because I was living in Badon, they were living in my hometown. But occasionally he would come to visit. And when he came to visit, the first thing my daddy would say, I hope you are still using those things. Oh, they, put, they wanted to protect their son. I said, no, I threw it away. <gasps> they will just kill you. I mean, the fear of a father thinking his son has just thrown his life away. They will just kill you. I said, well, prayer alone is enough. That was what I told him. He said, prayer alone? They will just kill you. That was, and then he gave a proverb. He said, a son that will live long enough to bury us is while they are young, we will know. So I, I smiled. I said, I will live long enough to bury you. Praise the Lord. Because I was saying that by faith. And I didn't know much. Like I know now. I didn't know much. I was just going by. If you are going to save your life by yourself, you lose it. The Bible said that. I was ready to lose my life. So that was why I threw it in the way. And I said, Lord, I surrender to you, Jesus. Well, I preached something like this in the other, in the other building. You make up your mind. I surrender to you, Jesus. Now, this is where I'm leading to. The name of Jesus. About that time when I say I surrender to the Lord like that in, that, in that daylight episode where I went to the river myself, I dumped those things in the river, and my daddy came by maybe a month later and asked me that question, and I said, I threw it away. And he responded that way, and I said, and I responded that way, I will live long enough to bury you. Then I saw myself in a dream. That's where I'm leading to. In this dream, I was alone, more, more or less on a railway line. You know, when you see the railroad, there was no vehicle. And I was just walking on that railroad. Then I looked back, I saw somebody pursuing me at a distance, pursuing me. And I knew this fellow is coming after me. So I started running. I started running. Then I saw that that railroad went into a tunnel. It went into a tunnel. And at the tunnel, I saw people that looked like military men with their guns at that entrance of the tunnel. So in my spirit, I was saying, if I can get to those military men, they will deliver me from this pursuer. And that pursuer was also saying, don't let him get to those military men. So as I was coming, they were still at a distance. They didn't show any. They saw me coming. They just stood their ground. They didn't even try to help. And I was running towards them. Then I felt like looking back, how far is this? Is this pursuer? And I saw that it was right here. With the hand stretching to grab my shoulder and pull me back. When I heard that, when I saw that, this soldier, I said, I said, Jesus! And the shout of Jesus, those army, they started running. Some of them, that's the commanding word. Amen. Amen. And then when the fellow saw these soldiers coming, like a troop, he took his hand off and ran back and fled back. And I saw I was fleeing back, so I started They were just passing me, running after this enemy. And I was happy in that vision. And I told myself, I'm going to stay with these soldiers. Praise the Lord. Amen. What am I saying? The name of Jesus. That is the name that commands the army of heaven. Amen. That was how, what I deduced on that day. That, that is the name that commands the army of heaven. And I say, I'm going to be part of them. Praise the Lord. That is what I want to talk about today. The power in the name of Jesus. 
Proverbs chapter 18, verse 10. Give me Proverbs chapter 18, verse 10. Because what I told you, I didn't know the scriptures in those days until later. I think to say that where is the Bible already said it. The Proverbs chapter 18, verse 10. Put it on the screen, please. So the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous running into it and they are saved. The righteous running into it and they are saved. I can't see it on the screen yet. Proverbs chapter 8, verse 18, verse 10. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. He said, the righteous run into it and they are saved. Now, you say, well, you, were you righteous then? You don't have to. It's righteous means doing the right thing in the eyes of God. Is it the right thing for you to pray or to crown on the Lord Jesus Christ? Yes. So, how much more now if you begin to walk in line with him? Later, I got born again. So, you don't have to say, oh, unless you are born again, God cannot see. God is showing mercy to mankind. Mercy to mankind. Even the unbelievers, sinners, we cry and God will answer. But he wants us to come to know him. He's drawing you to know him so that you can know your right when you are a son of God, when you are a child of God. Let's see Luke chapter 10, verse 19. Luke chapter 10, verse 19. We are talking about the name of Jesus. There is power in that name of Jesus. This is what the Lord gave to us. And this, he was telling the disciples or the apostles, but it is for you and for me. The Lord said, Behold, I give you power to tread on serpents and scorpions. And over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by enemies hurt you. Now, the Lord decree, is declaring this to you and me. So, for anybody to say, I give you power, you must be mighty. Not so. The Lord must be almighty God. For him to say, Behold, I give you power to tread on serpents. Who are these serpents and scorpions? They are these things I was afraid of when I was young, when I was in high school. When I was growing up, the witches and the wizards, the satanic forces, the spirits of infirmity, they are the serpents and scorpions represent. And over all the power of the enemy, that enemy that I just gave testimony about, he said, now after you know Jesus, then you know this Bible verse, then you know that you are secure. I give you power over the powers of the enemy, and nothing shall by enemies hurt you. We're going somewhere here. The name of Jesus above every other name. Above everything, you know, in my in my in my Yoruba land, because like I say, you can see that this man is from the villages. I was from the villages, from the small towns, not city life and so, and so forth. There's what we call in our town Akbeje. You know what is Akbeje means? When you call it, it answers. That's Akbeje in Yoruba land. There's another word they say, and that's what I call that name, Jesus. This is what we call it uh, Ajikpe. You know what's Ajikpe? When you wake up in the morning, you call that name. That's for protecting you. That's the name of Jesus. That's why I call Akbesu. Those who are here, I don't know what I'm saying. That is giving you confidence that when I call this name, before I sleep, I call the name Jesus. Shielding me in divisions in the night. When I call him, when I wake up in the morning, Jesus. The name that delivers during the day. And so I, call, I put another one myself. I say, that says, 
In the dead of night, when I call that name, the wicked, the enemy, flee, they flee away. That is the name. That is, that is what, those are just uh, descriptive, normal like what you say, praise names. I have to use that, I don't know how to translate that into, into English, so I just give you the words. Praise the Lord. Well, that is what the name of Jesus is for those who know the power in that name. You are afraid of some, you see, the, I, what I record here, I put it on television in Nigeria. I put it on radio in Africa. So those who, who are f afraid of this or that, because that is the lifestyle of, the, of where we were raised. Many people flee to these churches because they were thinking some enemies were pursuing them. They were thinking some witches are after them. They were thinking the problem of their business not fluctuates because some witches are after them. It was the culture. But when they see, when they see that this is the name that is above everything and they can believe it, they will be delivered because that was how I was raised to thinking that woman may be the problem. That my daddy's enemy may be the one that they want me to prosper. I mean, it's all in the culture. But when you now trust the name of Jesus and you know what it means, call upon it. Because when I was, I was here now in America, somebody wrote to me, because she a woman, she saw my website. I'm talking of several years ago now. And this one was in Europe, somewhere in England. She wrote to me and said she was in business. She lost all her capital. She was full of this and trouble. And she thought she must, she must, she must be pursued by some witches. Where do they come from? She was in, Af in England. So she was not even in Africa. Well, knowing that seeing my name being a Nigerian, seeing my website, that was why she wrote and asked questions and said, what is wrong with our life? Businesses collapsing, capital lost in this business, and she was in Europe, not even in Africa. Where is this wish is coming from? That was what she thought of some wishes are pursuing. Well, the word of God tells us that we don't need a witch. The devil is the witch. When he's using somebody that we call witches, those are the people that have given their life to the devil. See? But even if there is no person to use, the devil will still pursue anyone that he can gain some upon. So know your enemy. The enemy is not that woman. The enemy is not that man. The enemy is not that uh, witchcraft or that person that said, the enemy is Satan. Because if you see the witch woman, I say, this woman is the witch in the land. Let's cut his head off and you cut her head off. The devil will run and look for another agent. And there are so many evil doers that the devil can always use that are unbelievers. I was somewhere in Phoenix here, where I was in an apartment when I was in school at ESU. And I would pray in the night, in the evening before I sleep and just go to a, a place that looked like very close to my swimming pool in the apartment and praise the Lord. You say, well, there was no witches, no wizard. No. You don't need witches and wizards. Satan can take any person and use any person if they, if they are evil doers. And they, I was a little boy, about five years old or seven years old, that was the son of uh, the apartment manager. That boy was playing like playing on a, on a, on a, the, what do you call it, on the staircase. And he was playing by himself. And I was staying, staying by the, on the balcony like this. And the boy was just saying, I was, somebody was coming by. The boy, this little boy who I never talked to, I never talked to him. He said, I'm going to do this to my enemy. They said, who is your enemy? And he came to me, this is my enemy. I mean, I'm just standing by myself and kicked my leg. 
you think he, the open the body say we should know the devil is the enemy. The devil can use anybody. A seven year old that I never talked to, never even saw me before, and just came to me and said, This is my enemy, and kicked my leg where I was standing. I said, What's wrong with this little boy? <laughs> so you say, Don't think that woman that your daddy's ex wife or this are the enemy. They may be used by the devil, but see, the real enemy is Satan. No, the enemy is a spirit. That is what I'm trying to make you to see. But see, we have authority over the devil when you have Jesus. Amen? Amen. That is what I'm trying to make you to see. The name of Jesus is above every other name. And that is what I'm coming here today to exalt. Let's give you another Bible verse where Jesus Christ said this. He said, in my name. Isaiah chapter, no, John chapter 14, verse 13 and 14. It is the name of Jesus that you need. But you see, there are prerequisites for the name to work for you. Like he said, if you abide in me and my word abide in you, then you will ask what you will and it shall be done for you. Why? Because angels are everywhere. Angels are great to do your, the bidding that you speak with your mouth. But will they respond? This is what the Lord Christ said in another place. He said, if you deny me, I will deny you before my father and before the holy angels. What does that mean? That means you want to say, Jesus, help me. And the angels want to say, say, no, don't go there because I don't know this one. Oh, he's not faithful to me. That's what means he denies you before the angels. The angels are surrounding your house, but you have been messing up. You have been misbehaving. And then something comes against you. You say, oh, Jesus, help me. And the angels want to do something. You say, no. That is why he can deny you before the angels. But you don't want him to deny before the angels abide in Jesus. And he's abiding in you. Then the angels that are surrounding you, they are ready to fight for you. Because every man, when you are born into this world, you have an angel appointed by God. That is what the scripture tells us. Say, the angels of these little ones behold my father's face in heaven. Until you begin to run into the world and you become a sinner, you are not listening to the word of God, then the angels withdraw. But immediately you come back to Christ, they are back. Because that is the name of the authority of heaven. Now, John chapter 14, that we said, he said, if you shall ask anything in my name, a mighty person is telling you, just use my name. And they will respect that name. They will honor that name. Who will say, well, gee, I need to talk to men. I'm not talking to spirits. Yeah, men. But God can still talk to men. Even men that you think they can't, they, they don't believe in God. Take, for example, maybe you are in Africa, in Nigeria, and you, you need to deal with the people in the government offices. And you are, gee, these people, they always look for bribes. They, and you don't have anybody. You don't have any money. And you think God cannot help you? If you are ready to stand with God, God can speak to even the wicked, the most wicked of the wickedest, and turn their heart to favor you. But then you must be walking with Jesus, and you must trust this world. You must use faith. So there are many parameters that come to play in that. But he said, if you ask anything in my name, I will do it. Let's give an example where the name of the Lord Jesus Christ was used. Acts of the Apostles chapter 3. Acts of the Apostles, chapter 3. Let's see where Apostle Peter used the name of Jesus. Give me verse 6. Acts of the Apostles, chapter 3, verse 6. 
Now, this story, many of us know the story where Peter and John went to the temple. And there was a, a, a lame man always sitting there asking for harms. And he, he saw Peter and John coming in, so he asked for them for arms. And if you look at it, you see Peter didn't go there and pray, oh Lord, please help this man to see or to stand up and walk. He just used the name of Jesus. Amen. And he said, Peter said, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. So everybody said, well, gee, that is because he was an apostle. We have to exercise faith. If you walk with the Lord Jesus Christ, you have to exercise your faith and the Lord can do that to anybody. That is what he meant when he said, if you ask anything in my name, I will do it. The first the verse that we just showed him before time. The Lord said, I will do it. If you ask, that is asking in his name. He actually said, if you demand, that word is not just asking. Demand something. You are demanding from the devil that I want this guy to stand up and walk. That was what Peter did and the name of Jesus. And he did it for him. That is what the Lord is giving us. There is authority in that name. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is victory in the name of Jesus. And there is healing. There are many testimonies we can give. Let me give you another testimony. After I became a believer, after I became a preacher, and I was, I was going, this is an interesting word. The Lord just reminded me to throw in it. Because we say we are giving testimony. We are not, we are not boasting of ourselves. We are boasting in the Lord who is doing this thing. Praise the Lord. It is the Lord that is doing this thing. Because when I said I cried unto his name, I, I called his name in the night, in the dreams, and he called, he came, the angels came to deliver. It is the Lord. His name is authority. His name is command to the angels of heaven. I was preaching about in those days. By that time, I finished college and I was preaching in Nigeria. And I was about, I was to go to Lagos. Anytime I, would, I need to go to Lagos, I would, maybe I would drive in the evening because of the, if I have to be in Lagos in the morning, because our headquarters was in Lagos, but I was working in a place called Lanlate, Nigerian External Telecommunication was there in those days. I was told now they have shut down that site, because that was where they have the satellite communication antennas in the, the village. But anytime I will have to go to Lagos and I have to be in the main office, maybe at Sunday at 8 a.m., 9 a.m., so instead of driving early in the morning, I would prefer drive in the evening to a friend's house in Ewekoro because they are closer to Lagos. Then I will stay there overnight. Then it's a short trip to Lagos so that I could arrive in Lagos and uh, do my, my business and come back. So that evening, one particular one, I do that all the time I have to go to Lagos. Not every week, but once in a while. But this particular time, I said, well, I need to preach this time. Those that knew me in those days, I used a, a jeep. What they call Suzuki jeep. I have a speakers on them and an amplifier and microphone. So I said, well, let me just, after I arrived in Nebuchadnezzar, in this brother's house, it was maybe 6, 5.30 p.m. because I just left the office and drove to his place. I said, well, I need to preach this evening before I sleep. So I drove my Suzuki Jeep to the nearest village, a village to that Iwekuro, branch off the main road, and went to that village, and I got to this village. It was getting evening, and I started blasting the gospel with a megaphone, with a microphone, and the villagers gathered, 
and listening. And I proclaimed the greatness of Jesus, the power of Jesus. And then, just two houses from where I parked, some men, I saw them when I drove by, they were about three men sitting in front of the house. They didn't come to listen. But the women and some of the other people in this area, they came by and the children. I was praying for them, and one of these men came to meet me and tapped me while I was still preaching. Tapped me in the soldier and said, please, when you are done here, please come and help us. So I said, okay. So I prayed for the people that gathered and it was getting late, it's getting deep. And this man was standing there and said, please hurry. Oh, okay, because by that time I was just asking, answering questions. Hurry. Okay, so I more or less put my microphone down, locked the car and followed him to the house, three, three houses on the same street, where I saw them standing. And it brought me into a room where somebody was laid on the bed. A man was laid on the bed. And one of the ties, one of his ties, was as swollen twice the regular tie. And he said, please help us pray for this man. So in the, I just pointed to that tie and said, in the name, that's why I'm saying to make the city authority in the name of Jesus. So I said, in the name of Jesus Christ, let this tie subside. When I said it, I heard a voice in the spirit, almost like somebody responded to me. The Lord can open your ears to hear in the spirit. The Lord can open our eyes to see in the visions. But as I commanded it the first time, a voice spoke, to, spoke, responded from the room, across the room. And in that room, there were women. Almost like we say, you know, in the house, you see parlor. And then you see a room. In that parlor, some women were standing, looking through the window, why the men were in front of the house, the women house. But when I was coming in, I saw these women inside that parlor. But the other room is where they took me to. And this man was laid there. And uh, when I commanded the first time, a voice from that room where the women had spoke. And I said, well, you me for He said, no, that time must be caught. Then I said, I am saying, in the name of the Lord Jesus, this time must subside and be healed. When I said that the second time, then a physical voice, one of the women screamed, Hey man! Because somebody touched her. That is what I'm saying, the authority in the name of Jesus. Because, you, because he has said he has made we Christians, we are the holy watchers. We are the, we are the patrollers upon the earth. And in fact, God has given this planet to men and we are the sons of God and sons of men. That was showing me to me. When I, when I heard that in the physical, I know the Lord has rebuked whoever is doing that, and David has doing it, and I left. So I left. That is the authority in the name of Jesus Christ. Because he has given us power. He said, behold, I give unto you power. That power means authority. It means in my name. Let's look again in Mark chapter 16. Well, that was testimony to see, to make you to see that Jesus, that name, Jesus is above every other name. Amen. Mark chapter 16, verse 17. This is what the Lord God has told us before he left. And this sign shall follow who? Them. That means you and I that believe. In my name. Remember that? Underscore that. In my name. That name, Jesus. That is the name that you must keep in your mouth. 
That is the name you must call in your visions. That is the name you must call when trouble, when something is troubling you. That is the name you must call when you want something to happen. Will it happen? Yes, if you abide in me and my word abide in you, is what Jesus Christ said. Then you shall ask what you will and it shall be done for you. Don't ever forget that. We refer to that in a moment. That's in the book of Gospel of John, chapter 15. One of the verses there. Say, this sign shall follow them that believe, believe in him. In my name shall they cast out devils. Like I said, Satan and all those spirits are doing all those evil things. Don't think it is Amalak Baja. Don't think it is Baba Samedu. Don't think it is that ex person or ex friend, that co worker that swore. They may even swear to your face. That co worker, that manager, that thing, this manager just hated my God. And you prefer that manager be fired or killed. No, the manager is not the enemy. Satan is the enemy. Like I gave you the example of the little boy that just came and kicked my leg and said, This is the enemy. No, I know it's not the boy, but a spirit that decided to use that boy. It may be temporary on that day. But say, We have the authority, take your fight spiritually. Amen. Take your fight spiritually by binding the devil. And the Bible says, Resist the devil, and he will do what? He will flee from you. No, you don't resist him by beating that boy up. No, you resist the devil in the prayer. Resist the devil in the spirit. Resist the devil with the authority of the word of God. If you speak the word of God like that little boy, if I speak the word of God, the Bible says this, don't do that. The devil in that boy will run off. That's how you resist the devil and the boy will be free. That is, remember the Bible. That's why you have to go into the scriptures and get yourself decked with the word of God. It is written. This is what the Bible says. All of those testimonies of what the Bible says, this is how we should live as Christians. This is how we should live. When you say it out, even to the wicked, the devils will run off from their shoulders. Because many of the women that you see unbelievers, they are just responding to thoughts ideas, suggestions that the evil spirits are whispering to them. They call it oppression. If they are not possessed, they are just being oppressed. Oppression is something jump and land upon your soldier and whisper some angry thoughts to you and say, remember what that fellow did to you last time. He's coming again. He's coming again. And they are making you get angry. Very soon you are going to be responding. You, you are listening to the voice of the, of the devil. That is called oppression. And if you begin to listen to it, now you are going to react to what you just hear. That fellow did that. And now he's coming to you again. Maybe he's coming with mercy. You want to ask for mercy? No, your face is angry. You, you started talking harsh words, evil speaking. But the Lord is saying, if you recognize the enemy, take your battle specially. Resist that devil that is bringing evil to That's why the Bible said, don't, don't hold grudges. If you don't owe grudges and you walk in forgiveness and you walk in love, then the devil will not be able to influence you to do what you just want to do, to say evil things, to prolong the anger or to prolong the conflict, and you'll be a peacemaker. Praise the Lord. The name, as we are talking about the name of Jesus, what it will do for us. This is what the Lord said again. Let's go again and see John chapter 17. Verse 26. John chapter 17, verse 26. Because we are saying the name of the Lord is powerful and is mighty. 
Now people wonder, if you talk, if you are preaching in the streets and you talk to the Muslims, you talk to these other people that are in other religions, they wonder why we, why we, why how we know that Jesus is the Lord. How we know that Jesus is the Almighty God and so on. The scriptures point it out. Now here is what the Lord just said when he was praying the last prayer. He said, I have declared unto them thy name. Now you think about that. Which name did the Lord declare? See, I have declared unto them that this is his last prayer before he went to the cross. When he was praying, if you go and read the whole of chapter 17, it was the last prayer. And he said, I have declared unto them thy name. And we declare that the love wherewith thou hast loved me may be in them. So that you now know that the name Jesus Christ is the name the Almighty God wants to put on earth for us. That is the name he wanted to put on earth for mankind's deliverance. Let me give you some few points out in the Bible. The Bible said, an angel visited Manoah. That was the father of uh, Samson. Manoah was the father of Samson. Actually, an angel visited his wife first in the book of Judges. And Manoah prayed. When he first visited, he talked to the woman that you are going to have a son. God is going to give you a son. Do this, do that, do that for Samson. And the angel disappeared. And the woman told her husband, this is what a man visited me and he must be like an angel, a mighty man of God or something. Manoah said, Lord, let this person, man come back and talk to us so that we know about this blessing that is coming. So the angel appeared again this time. Manoah was around. So they called Manoah and the angel, are you the one that talked to the woman? Say yes. Let your word come to pass. What should we do? What should we do? Say, well, just let the woman do what I told the woman to do. Okay. Let's keep you here and give you some food so that no more they want to entertain this man. They thought he was just a man, like a holy man, like he looked like a minister of gospel or prophet, the way he showed himself. And the, the angel said, well, you can delay me, but I'm not going to eat your food. If you want to do any sacrifice, sacrifice it to God. Okay, so they said, we'll just sacrifice to God then. While the angel was there. Then they asked him, what is your name? So that when this thing comes to pass, we will give honor to you. And the angel said, why are you asking for my name? What did he say is his name? He said, it is secret. Now he said, well, why is the name of this angel secret? Because the Lord was the one that will not reveal that name until the right time for deliverance of mankind. And another time, you remember the story of Jacob. When he was coming back from Syria with all the flock and all the children coming from Laban, his uncle. And then he said he was standing by himself after he had sent the people across the, across the little river. And he, an angel manifested to him and wrestled with him. I'm just telling you without referring to that Bible verse, you know it. Or go search that, that should be in the Genesis. And he said, This getting daylight now, let me go. The angel told Jacob, Let me go. Because they were wrestling physically or in the vision, whatever it is. But he was said they were wrestling overnight. That was how it was reported. Was it a physical man manifested? That's what many believe. Could it just be in a vision? That's how many, whatever it is. But he wrestled with this angel, and the angel said, well, it's getting daylight, Let's, let me leave. He said, no, I won't let you go until you bless me. And uh, the angel said, what's your name? 
Say, my name is Jacob. I say, you are no more going to be called Jacob. You will be called Israel. Why? Because you have power with God and with man. Now Israel means a prince with God. So that was when he changed the name of Jacob to Israel. Now Jacob said, what is your name? What did he say is his name? He said, why do you ask for my name? And he blessed him there. So you see, God kept that name. He didn't show, he didn't tell his name because it is an oracle. If you know what oracle means. In the, oh, in the days of the idol worshippers, they do something, they, when they pull it down, it's called an oracle. Something must occur. Something must happen. He wants that name that when we call it, it's an oracle. That we call the host of heaven to do something. So then you don't use it carelessly, no sir. Something that's an oracle, you, he said, Bible says, when he that speaks, let him speak like an oracle of God. What does that mean to you? It means keep your mouth until you want it to happen. Then when you say, it shall be like this, it must be like that. Why? That is what oracle means. The Bible said, if whosoever shall say unto this mountain, that's what the Lord Jesus Christ makes us to understand. Whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believe that what you say shall come to pass. What you say shall come to pass. Then you shall have what you say. He's telling us that we should talk like oracles of God. And that's what Apostle Peter was telling us that if he that speaks, let him speak like an oracle. Then you don't want to just be talk, 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 talk too much. Very soon you are just saying things that you really don't want it to happen. And then it will not happen because God, if there's any authority in your mouth, God takes it away so that you don't hurt people unnecessarily. Some things cannot be reversed. So that's why he said, speak like an oracle. Then you control your world. You control your patience. You control your words. And then when you open your mouth, it is an oracle. That's why the scripture said, whosoever the righteous shall bless is blessed. But the reverse also, he says, whosoever the righteous are cursed, they'll be cut off. You see? So then your righteous don't want to be cursing just for fun. Not so. What you don't mean when you're angry with your children, don't use curse words. Do you, you mean that? Do you want it to happen? Just because you are really angry. Well, we have preached on those type of things, the word of our mouth. But that's just, by the way, I'm just trying to throw in some exhortation so that we're not just giving something that you cannot take something home today. Take that home if that's all you can take home that yes we must speak like oracles of God and so when the Lord said if you say unto this mountain be thou removed, be thou cast into the sea and don't doubt in your heart, you believe what you say shall come to pass, you shall have what you say he meant it that we should talk as oracles of God and whatever we say shall come to pass so the same way God kept his name all through the Old Testament, he didn't declare that name until the right time. That's when the Lord came, he said, His name shall be called Emmanuel, means God with us. But that was not the name he used when he was on earth. The new name he used is Jesus, Jehovah Savior. And that is the name he said, There's no other name under heaven. Acts of the Apostles, chapter 4, verse 12. Apostle Paul, Apostle Peter, when he was preaching to the people, he said, no other name under heaven whereby we must be saved. 
verse 12 of Acts of the Apostles chapter 4. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. See, the most important thing in the heart of God is to save mankind from all evils and from going to hell and lake of fire. That is the salvation that is the paramount because the problem of mankind is sin. And God wanted to first deal with that sin. And when that is there with then the rest is like Christ. If you seek the kingdom of God first, all these other things shall be added to you. So that's why he brought the name for a purpose, the name that can save mankind. Jehovah Savior. It's a Yeshua. It's, that's the meaning of it is Jehovah Savior. Then we call him Jesus. Now that's the interpretation in the, in the Greek and the English. And somebody wrote to me just recently, because some people are promoting that you must call him by Yeshua, Yeshua, Yeshua. Why are you calling Jesus? I say, no. And say, which one is right? This is some pastors from Africa. Because they are listening to my radio broadcast. And I said, have you been praying in the name of Jesus? Has he been answering you? I say, yes. Stay with it. Stick with that. Because not just say, well, I know his name is Yeshua. I'm beginning to call Yeshua. No, call the name that he has given that we use. Jesus. In the Yoruba they call Jesus. In other places they say Jesus. Don't go and be using Yeshua. Because there was a time somebody told me, he said, his name, that's one of my co-workers in this place. His name, I saw his name on the plate. They call his, his name is David Marseille. And his last name. So I said, which one do you want to be called? David or Marseille? He said, my friends call me Marseille. I said, well, I'd like to call you David. He said, don't call me David. I said, why? Did anybody call you David? Why do you still have it on your plate, no? In your, your, on, the, on the name plate. I said, who, who normally call you David? He said, only my mom call me David. And then the other, he said, my ex-wife also called me David. He said, you don't want to be ex, so don't call me David. So then I realized that, well, the Lord just said, we are his children, we are to call him Jesus. If you go down and say, Joshua, Joshua, you say, I don't, he doesn't respond to Joshua anyway, to Gentile. That was who this woman came. Remember the story of the Syrophoenician woman? She was a Greek, she was a, uh, she was a, a Greek and from Syrophoenician, and uh, from mixed blood, anyway. And she was crying after Jesus, say, son of David, come on, Help my daughter that is sick. Jesus Christ kept walking. How dare you call me son of David? He was not son of David to the Gentiles. You have to know, you just call it, wait, Joshua. I know Joshua is his name. Let's call him Joshua. No. The name that he has given to us is Jesus. And that is the name that the devils run from. Well, you can call Joshua because there are so many Joshua's in this place. There are many Joshua's in Israel. Even Jesus, some people, are, even among the Hispanic, their name is spelled almost J-E-S-U-S. I say, how do you call it? But they don't call it Jesus, Jesus. Jesus. But that's not the same thing. I say, does that mean the same thing? Not the same thing. Okay. But Jesus is what he has called his name that we know. And when you call that name, everyone's obey. And what the Bible said, Philippians chapter 2, verse 9. To 11. 
We are lifting up that name, the name of Jesus that is above every other name. Philippians chapter 2, verse 9. See, so we are for God also as highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name. Verse 10. Next verse. That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth. Next verse. Verse 11. And that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. That is the name. The name of Jesus that you need to call. When things are troubling you, call upon that name, Jesus, and you will be delivered. Amen. First John chapter 5, verse 13. Epistle of John. First Epistle of John chapter 5, verse 13. Apostle John, who was very close to the Lord Jesus Christ, gave us this. He said, These things have I written unto you that believe in the name on the name of the Son of God, as the name of Jesus. That ye may know that ye have eternal life. By just believing the name of the Son of God, that Jesus is that name of the Son of the living God. Say, you have eternal life. And they say that you may believe on the name of the Son of God. If you know you have eternal life by believing in that name, then you, you are secured. He said, In my name shall they cast out devils. The first one we are saying, Mark chapter 16. In the name of Jesus, they shall cast out devils. That means, in his name, we have authority over Satan and over all the satanic forces. And he said, They shall lay hands upon the sick, the sick shall recover. In the name of Jesus. That name is what I'm trying to make you to see that you have to have the name in your mouth. You have to speak the name out. You have to believe in that authority of that name. And let me give another testimony. Lord, just flashed to my mind. I was in the NYS, what they call National Youth Service Corps, in many, in many years ago, maybe 1976, 77. And I was in Plato State. After, after maybe very close to April, close to the end of that Easter because I started the leading of the Lord that I should start preaching about. That's when I started my preaching. So I decided to tour all the cities or towns in Plateau State that I actually had not visited during the time they did what they call into introduction to the state and they took them by bus to those other divisions or what they call prophecies. I didn't go with them then. But when I was about to start preaching, April. So I took it upon myself to visit all those provinces and just proclaim Jesus. They said they speak Hausa and I didn't know Hausa. So I got the Hausa Bible, wrote some Bible verses, looked for them in the, in the Bible, the Hausa Bible, and told some of these guys that I work with to tell me how to pronounce these sentences, these words in Hausa. So they told me how to pronounce the words. So I memorized the few Bible verses in Hausa that I was going to use to pronounce. Just more like declare. That's what preaching is all about. Just pronounce it. I went to the market. When I come to this town, I just go around the market and pronouncing Jesus is the name. Jesus and the, I still remember those Bible, those house verses. Kalshendunia. That's what that means. Kalshendunia. Yayakusa means what? The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Jesus, I said, Jesus, Almasiu, Shine Kade Mejetoka. 
Daga Jahanama, Daga Shiwo. That means Jesus is no longer can deliver you from hell, from death, from sickness, from diseases. They were hearing me. Then some of the younger men will come and challenge me and blast some Hausa to me and say, Ba Hausa. <laughs> I thought you just spoke Hausa to us just now. No, Ba Hausa, oh, Yorubawa. That's how you know, this man is a Yorubawa. But some of them that can speak English, we go back into English. So during this time is where this test, I got to this market. I'm trying to tell you the, what the name of Jesus can do. Got to this market. The market is on this side, and there you see a house with a veranda. And one young man was standing in that house, in front of the house, holding the. And he was dressed almost like a college age student, like myself, shirt and trousers. So I blasted the house that I knew, I blasted the house everywhere, and I came to the front of the house. I saw this man, and the Holy Ghost just spoke. I know it's not me that spoke. I just look at him and say, Mr. Man, do you believe God can make you whole? He said, God, yes, of course. I said, be whole of your plague. I was about 10 minutes, 10 feet away from him. Said, In the name of the Lord Jesus, can be whole of your plague? The man shook from head to down. Without touching him, I just pointed to him. So that is what the name of, I, didn't, I don't know what Jesus Christ did for his body, but I just said, do you believe God can make you? He said, yes, of course. God? Yes, of course, they be all of your plague in the name of Jesus Christ. The man shook from head to toe and said, Thank you. And I just walked away. But I just remember saying, What Lord, what did you do to him, for him? I don't know. He could have some diseases in his body that the Lord wanted to clear for him. And I, I knew he was hearing me when I was speaking outside. And I saw him dressed like me. I knew he must be able to speak English. That was why I just pointed to him. And I didn't know what I was going to say. Don't you just spoke that? And he got something. I don't know what he got, but he said, thank you. Because he shook. Without me touching him, just pointing to him. And the Lord said, he can do the same thing. That name, Jesus, is the almighty name. It's the name of the heavenly, of the heavenly son of the living God. And it is the name God himself came to us. And what will you call yourself when you come to us? Just think about that. You are the creator of heaven and earth. Moses said, what is your name? So that when I get to these Hebrews, they will know, I will say, your God, your God of your father. Say, What's your name? What did God tell him? I am, I am that I am. <laughs> now, who gave you your name, my brother? I'm calling to Barak. Who gave you your name? Father. Your father. Who gave you your name? My dad. Does he have a dad? So he has no dad, so he has no... He didn't give himself any name unless he chose to give himself. So the Almighty God said, What's your name? He said, I am that I am. Because somebody that brought you here will give you a name. Also. And of course, you can choose your name. So he decided that when he was going to choose a name for himself, he told them, Jehovah, Abraham does not know me as Jehovah, but Jehovah is still another terminology, means Almighty God. See? That is not a name, but he said, when I was talking to Moses, he said, by my name Jehovah, Abraham does not know me by my name Jehovah. But you see, when he, when he came to the earth, that is when he wanted to get a name. Because he was going to put on human flesh and be like one of us. And call himself son of God. That is God manifested in the flesh. Now, what name will you call? Because he's going to use that name as an oracle, like I said. So that when you call that name, it's given among men. That when they call that name, something must happen. And then he say, Call his name Jesus. 
as the, the angel declared that name and he was called Jesus or not. And that is why you can call that name and miracles happen for you. You can call that name, deliverance happen for you. You can call that name, you can have whatever you ask because this is the name of the almighty God that he has brought to man or not. That's why he said, I will declare unto them thy name, the name that he wants to declare upon here. And you say, well, what name did he declare? They have been calling him Jesus or not Jesus. And they say, he was about to go. He said, I have, de he said, I have declared. I have declared to them thy name. John chapter 17 that we just read, verse 26. So, but what name did he declare? The name he used on us. Jesus, the Lord Jesus Christ. So that is the name that we need to call. And if you call upon him, you have deliverance, you have salvation, you have victory over all the things that may heal you. The name above all name. Now, Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6 to 7. Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6 to 7. He said, the name, he said, his name shall be called, unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. And the government shall be upon his soldier, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. All of those are what? Titles, descriptions of a person. Who is that person? Jesus. That's the name you use upon you. That's why the name you call is the name Jesus. Uriki is what you call in Yoruba. Things that you say that you make this man be excited. Wonderful. Counselor. Mighty God. The everlasting Father. The Prince of Peace. What is his name? Jesus. And if you believe it, call his name. Jesus. And if you believe it, call his name. Jesus. Say it again. Jesus. Say it again. Jesus. The name that is above every other name. So there is no other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. But that name, the Lord Jesus Christ. Let's stand to our feet. Let's stand to our feet. If you have anything that is that you want the Lord to do for you, you want the Lord to do something for you, come forward and we're just going to point to you and say, in the name of Jesus, and you call that name. Lord said, call the name of Jesus upon him. Just like we did on that day, like gave you testimony. I didn't have to touch the man. I just pointed to him that in the name of Jesus, be whole of your plague. Anybody that say you need help right here, just come forward. And we are going to just declare that name and use it to command. And the Lord said, he will do it. If you shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. Anybody that is in the audience, I want you, you want me to just point to you and say in the name of Jesus, receive your miracle. Because he did it for that man that I gave that testimony to, he will do it for you. I want to step forward if you want to right now in front of this line. And the Lord is going to touch you. The Lord is able. Because that name is above every other name. He said, in my name, they shall cast out devils. In my name, they shall lay hands upon the sick and they shall recover. That name, Jesus. And you will receive anything you ask for from him in, the name, in his name. And you begin to thank him. Just thank him for the name of Jesus. Everybody, thank him for the name of Jesus. Thank him for the name of Jesus. Everybody begin to pray. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Say, 
my sister, move forward a little bit. In the name of Jesus, whatever you ask for in the name of Jesus, what do you desire? The Lord just can grant your desire. In the name of Jesus Christ, let that desire become to pass in you in Jesus' name. So, somebody at the company, my brother, step forward. Just step one step forward. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, whatever you desire from the Lord, ask, you shall receive. In the name of Jesus Christ, receive your healing and your miracle in the name of Jesus Christ. So, somebody, come, 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 my sister, take one more step forward. One more step forward. In the name of Jesus Christ, receive your miracle. Whatever is your problem, whatever is your affliction, it is removed from you. In the name of Jesus Christ, thank you, Lord. Say, somebody, recovery, condition, the recovery, receive your miracle. Say, recovery, my brother, Paul, come step one step forward, right there. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I command your body from head to toe, be well in Jesus' name. Be well in Jesus' name. Whatever you desire, you have receive it in Jesus' name. My sister said, one step forward in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, touch my brother, my sister. Touch her right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Receive your miracle from the hairs of your head to the source of your feet. Be well in the name of Jesus Christ. I command that you be well in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My sister, receive your miracle in the name of Jesus Christ. Whatever you desire in your heart for your son, Receive it in the name of Jesus Christ for yourself. Receive it in the name of Jesus Christ. The Lord is thy keeper. The Lord is thy shield upon thy right hand. His name is Jesus. His name is Jesus. His name is Jesus the Lord. Hallelujah. His name is Jesus. His name is Jesus. His name is Jesus. Jesus, his name is Jesus.